Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Presented by T-Mobile, the official wireless partner of Odyssey Sports. With an awesome network and great savings, there's never been a better time to join T-Mobile. Visit your neighborhood store to make the switch today. Joining us now and uh, in a funky new way, which is everybody's doing the social distancing thing. I don't think I have to remind you of that, but our good buddy Kevin Holden from CBS 58 is joining us on the line. Kevin, how you been? Man, I'm I'm good. Uh, yeah, we're doing the uh, the Zoom meeting thing, and uh, I got to tell you, I like it better this way because I do this sometimes for uh, the television side, and uh, I look a lot better on the radio. Well, there you go. I I can I can see that. I'm I'm liking the fact that you uh, well you kind of wore pants today. I appreciate that very much. Thank you. Um, <laughs> so let's 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 do this. Um, Let's start with the Bucks. I Normally we talk Brewers baseball, but let's start with the Bucks because the Bucks uh, squarely their backs are against the wall. You can't go down 0-3, but the, the, the really ominous fact is that the Bucks in their history went off to an 0-2 start in any series, have uh, have never won. They are 0 for 18, so they're looking to buck the trend. Uh, what do you see coming up tonight? I mean, this is, this is one of those identity kind of games. This is a game where you have to make the decision – for your franchise, for your coach, for your future, uh, you know, how, how much you can give into this game. If I'm the Bucks, I look at game three a lot like a game seven. It's, uh, it's not absolutely essential to the season, but, you know, if you don't win this, then you're talking pretty historic territory being down three games to none. And the thing that you don't want to have happen is to have questions sort of filter in about, you know, what you know, people talking about Coach Bud in the playoffs and his track record in the playoffs, or talking about you know how they could keep the nucleus of the team together. These are questions you don't want to have to deal with in the middle of the playoffs. They they just want to play playoff games. So I think you win today, and if you do so fairly convincingly, maybe you can quiet some of that down and get this back on track. Uh, who do you? Let me ask you this because who do you think? We were talking a, a little while ago about points, and I said, Giannis, I don't think Giannis gets 30. I don't think Middleton gets 30 because they have been so good, the Heat have been, at locking them down defensively. So who do you now rely upon? I think you, you start, if you're talking about just pure point production, uh, I think you got to have it one of two ways. I mean, I think Brooke Lopez, when he's been good, when he's been a contributor point-wise and minutes-wise, uh, the Bucks have been at their best in the playoffs when that's happened. The other one is what, what we still haven't had really to this point in the playoffs is a, a producer like a Bledsoe or a George Hill that just comes up with one of those defining games. And, you know, Bledsoe's had his share of good ones and bad ones. But when he's had those really good ones, when you've seen the good playoff Bledsoe, he's a difference maker. So you you got to look one of two ways there. Probably more in the realm of a Bledsoe or George Hill, someone like that who can, you know, come in and, you know, put in 15, 17, 18, whatever, uh, that's that's going to help a ton. But uh, you're absolutely right. If you're depending on just two people, 
especially against the Heat team that's playing well defensively across the board, that's going to be tough. I, uh, I I don't know. I mean, I know you got to put Connaughton in there. I know you're probably going to run DiVincenzo out there. But I don't know. I mean, I was listening last night to Steve Novak and Sidney Moncrief both said, hey, when those guys come in, you got to get them involved. You can't let them just hang and, and be afraid to go to them because that's, that's, a, that's a sense that can take you out of your confidence. But I don't know how often you can go to those guys. You know what I mean? Yeah, I mean, what, you, what I think you have to do is you're – you're starting by attacking what the Heat are doing defensively against Giannis. And it reminds me an awful lot of what the Raptors did and to an extent what the Celtics did against the, uh, Giannis last year in the playoffs. So if they're building a wall, if they're collapsing in, then, then you've got to do what this Bucks team does during the regular season very well, which is find the open man for three. And there's where those guys come in. There's where, you know, a DiVincenzo or, you know, obviously a Kyle Korver, someone like that can really help you if everybody is, is you know, focusing inward, focusing on trying to stop Giannis from driving to the basket, and you can kick out to those guys, then you do get them involved. And then it makes a difference because, you know, like you say, if it's just a couple of guys, uh, it's, it, that's not going to work as well as if you can get six, seven, eight in a rotation. Make sure that the defense has a lot of different things to focus on here in game three. I don't know how good that's been for them through the first two games. I, uh, I'm looking at this team thinking – something just hasn't been right. And then people say, well, since they went to the bubble, look, they haven't been consistent winners since March 2nd uh, going into COVID and then certainly coming out of COVID. Uh, a lot of rumors about whether or not somebody figured something out and, uh, you know, just keep them beyond the arc and such. Uh, do you buy into that or do you think that uh, it, it's it's a life of pre-COVID and a life of post-COVID? It's, it may be the pre-COVID, post-COVID thing. The, the interesting thing for the Bucks was, they at first I thought COVID was a huge advantage because Giannis was a little banged up and the Bucks were very close to clinching a playoff spot. They needed a rest anyway. And I thought if they could get a couple of months, it might be okay. But the difference between two months and five, uh, I could make a difference for some teams because it, it's one thing to be rested. It's another thing to sort of lose the momentum that you've had. And yeah, the Bucks had this tremendous regular season, but that regular season started like, 10 months ago now and that's a it's a long time i mean it's tough to maintain that over over that amount of time so it is possible that it's just pre-covid post-covid the other thing is i thought maybe they could put that to bed once they rebounded against the magic after that opening loss you know it was like okay all right they it's the playoffs now that switch goes to on but miami has proven that uh even when the bucks flip that switch to on it's not an automatic thing. I mean, you know, Miami's a talented team. They're playing good defense. There's a lot of good parts on that team. And you're seeing Boston and Toronto on the other side. I think both of those would give the Bucks a huge challenge if they were second-round opponents. So that's another part is it just it tough this time of year. Uh, talking with Kevin Holden from CBS 58. I'm going to switch over to the Brewers. Brewers making a trade – or not a trade, but DFAing smoke and – uh, making another pickup for somebody who is also struggling and trying to bring in, a, a, you know, kind of the greener grass uh, scenario. Uh, do you like the way the direction the, uh, the Brewers are going right now? I mean, they're, they're trying to find offense, and, and it's reached a point where guys that came in on these, these one-year deals are just, just – they're, just, they're throwing them overboard, basically. Brock Holt, you know, Justin Smoke, they're just kind of chucking those guys overboard. So a few weeks ago or a month ago, I felt like, if they get this thing, you know, together offensively, if they if these guys who've been major leaguers can hit that way, they'll be fine. 
and they just haven't. And uh, that's that's going to be an issue. And I don't know if it's going to be any better with Daniel Vogelbach, but I got to tell you this. Uh, just looking at him, I, I like him already. I mean, he feels like a guy that will slide up on the, the bar stool next to me over here at the corner bar and, uh, and pound back a couple of beers and then go play baseball. Like, I think Wisconsin's really going to dig Daniel Vogelbach. Just, just my personal opinion, but just on looks, I think it's going to be fun. Well, they'll dig him if he hits and then buys him a beer. That's what I like. <laughs> at. They'll dig him in that manner. Yeah. Hey, uh, I, I, I did want to make a mention of this. I mean, very quietly, I, I'm, I'm listening, uh, and I've mentioned this a couple times today, so I apologize if, if people have already heard it, but I'm listening to Cubs radio, and you know, I'm hearing them talk about the Brewers and how the Brewers have won six out of ten, and they're they're starting to play that September baseball, and there's a nervousness there. Do you get the sense that for whatever reason, now it's different because you don't have this expansion of rosters and these guys to go to. Do you get the sense, though, that for whatever reason there's an ability to turn a page to September that it becomes Brewers baseball? I, you know, I've never – like teams in the past I would, wouldn't have said that about. I would have thought it was exaggerated. It's based on, you know, any one of a number of different factors. But I really do think that part of Craig Council and David Stern's approach to a pitching staff isn't just how to handle the 27 outs on the game that night. It's to handle all of the outs all year long. And – there's a management of the pitching staff, a management of rotation. Uh, you see sort of a first and second starter sometimes with this team. So they've conserved innings. So I think in that way, there, there really is a September baseball, which is that Craig Council saves, I don't know if it's that he saves a gear. Maybe he just saves some of his better innings from his pitchers, you know, for September. Now, to make that happen, there's one thing that's happened the last two years that has to happen this year for them to be good in September. And that's Christian Yelich has to be that Christian Yelich. When he was that guy in 2018, the Brewers went from, you know, afterthought to game 163 to beating the Rockies in a sweep to taking the Dodgers to seven games in the NLCS. I mean, Yelich was that much of a difference maker for the Brewers. And he can be again if he becomes that guy again in September. Uh, you combine that with, you know, the, the management aspect of it from council. And, yeah, Brewers are going to be dangerous, but – you know, Yelich is like the rest of the Brewers. It's a weird, weird year. And for offense, it's been a really odd year for everybody. Great stuff, as always. I always appreciate it. And uh, we're going to talk again uh, next week. And hopefully we're talking about the Bucks still in the postseason and the Brewers making a surge. And then it's going to be a preview to the football season, if you can believe it. God, that's nuts. We were, we're just making our plans last night for Minnesota. Uh, it's, it's completely crazy. Yeah. Next week when we do this bill, uh, this zoom meeting, I'll put one of those fancy backgrounds behind me. You want, you're like a tropical background. How's that work? Yeah. Yeah. Go ahead with the tropical background. I, you know, I don't know how to do the backgrounds. I just know that, uh, we got, uh, our huddle show coming up and I think that starts next week. You're one of our first guests and yeah, uh, since we're not doing, yeah, we're not doing it in the bars. So I got to do some Facebook live on that. And so they said, Hey, can you stop by Budweiser? So I stopped by Budweiser yesterday. I've got neon signs and, and cases of beer and, and seltzers. And they're like, yeah, just go scatter that throughout your room and do some Facebook Live with it. <laughs> I'm like, do I scatter the boxes or the empties? Or, or you know, I, I am, is this our giveaway for every guest appearance? Uh, you know, are you getting our guests hammered now just to be able to do this? From so, Well, you know, hey, if you're not wearing pants, I'm not wearing pants, and so we're just going to do it in front of a Bud Light sign. So there you have it. Good, does it, good does stuff. It, does it count? Like, if you, if you puncture the can on the side and chug it, is, that, is, it, is it okay if it's on a Zoom call? 
Well, it's okay, but I think then you're going to get like a David Bakhtiari and Aaron Rodgers challenge, and then they're going to expect me to do it with Scotch, and Yelich is going to chime in. So it could get kind of rather ugly. So uh, I'll save that for the aftermath. But nevertheless, it's going to be fun. So looking forward to the huddle as well. Good stuff, buddy. We'll talk to you soon. Thanks, Bill. Appreciate it. See you, pal. There you go. That's our buddy Kevin Holden from CBS 58, sports director over there, joining us on the Zoom call, but it's the Snyder Orange Hotline. Snyder hiring drivers right now. You work hard, and they're treating you fair. 80-plus years they've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.